calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Scam Wow. I'm Sue Smith, and I love scams, everybody. Welcome. Caitlin is taking the week off. Um, she is taking a much-needed break. Producer Kate and I each took, like, two months off, so she's Kate is taking a much-needed two weeks off to build a fireplace, work on her fireplace, work on her home. But I do have a special guest with me here who is here to report on a scam that is just tearing the headlines apart, tearing Facebook apart. I Please, everybody welcome, help me welcome producer Kate. Woo, here Woo. I am. I mean, I'm usually always here, but now I'm really, really here. I love it. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> yes, uh, I am happy to bring you what is really just a Facebook scam. But I think it's one that we all need right now because it's the yeah. kind of thing where like, it's changing by the minute and or yeah. like, yeah, I like I love a distracting scam. I was going to say, are you how much do you know about this? Are you fully updated or I'm not fully updated? I was okay. reading. I read the thread last week, but I haven't been keeping up with it. OK, well, it has twists and turns. That is oh, for sure. Great. Cool. Um, so I'll jump right into it. Uh, okay. I have a, I, let's start with a timeline. Let's do our opener. Right. Let's start with January 18th. Sure. We're there. We're okay. there. Um, at 10, 19 p.m. Okay. Uh, Eastern time, I should say. OK. A woman named Cecily Steinmetz. Quite a name. From Texas, specifically. Specifically yeah. Amarillo, Texas. Posts a photo to her Facebook. Innocent. Great. Normal. Innocent. Right. Um, it's of herself and her new fiancé, which I'm going to put in quotes because that also comes into play later. Um, a man named Jason Collier. Sure. The first couple of Facebook comments go as follows. Beautiful couple, heart emoji. You look great. Y'all look great. Texas. Yeah. Et cetera. Congratulations, et cetera, et cetera. And then a few days later on January 25th, Cecily herself comments on this photo and says, oh, hey, might want to make sure mutual friends don't know your wife. Ah! Dun, dun, right? dun, 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 dun. 
comment. Um, she also posts along with that comment, uh, an image that looks like it's pulled from Pinterest directly. Uh, it's like, you know, a photo of a sunset with words over it. And it says, <laughs> if y'all catch me throwing feelings again, three, please throw a brick at my head, which I really enjoyed. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, but this is where things start to spiral. So this all takes place. Well, it takes place in all over the country, actually, but specifically in this town called Stinnett, Texas. Um, Stinnett? Stinnett. It's S-T-I-N-N-E-T-T. Stinnett. Okay. Sounds like a small town. It is. It only has 1,800 people. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. Um, And Jason Collier, the fiance in question, happens to be the police chief there. No. Yes. Uh, I also Googled, I Wikipedia stint at Texas to see if they were famous for something. There's nothing, absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have an industry there. There's, it's known for zero things except for now this. Oh my gosh. Uh, So anyway, so the, the the way that this escalates is that after, uh, Cicely, Cecily posts that, uh, this woman named Christy Schaefer, who's from Kansas. So one state over, Uh uh, also posts underneath and is like, wait a minute, I think this has happened to me. She finds it through a friend of a friend on Facebook and is like, I'm engaged to him too. <gasps> to Jason Collier. In Kansas? Yes. So, so now we have three people. We have Cecily, who was dating him and engaged, supposedly. Yep. Christy, who's also engaged to him and living in Kansas. And the unnamed wife. Wow. Right. So anyway, so Cecily and Christy start exchanging stories over Facebook for the public to see. It's still there. I have the link. I will give it to you. It's great. Um, And so it's public. All of this is public. Yes, it's all public. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was following it in real time. So to give you like a little background on how I came to this story, there is this thing I call Brandy's Internet which is that on Facebook, I deleted my Facebook and then I reopened it because I have a friend named Brandy who's obsessed with Real Housewives, 90 Day Fiance, all that stuff. And so she is a member of these many groups on Facebook that discuss those things. Of course. I recently have gotten into those shows and she was like, okay, well, you have to be part of these Facebook groups. Yes. Thank you. Uh, It's been great. A good way to pass the time during quarantine yeah. is to catch up on all seven seasons or whatever there is. of And all the bravos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and now Discovery Plus, which is its own scam, honestly. But anyway, so I unfollowed everybody on Facebook. And now my Facebook is just a stream of what I refer to as Brandy's Internet, which is just <laughs> Facebook groups about this stuff. Trash. She found this on January 25th when Cecily made this comment and things were happening in real time and sent it to me. And then I just was consumed um, and checked it regularly, like as if it were the news. <laughs> Do we know where she found it? In one of these groups. Um, there's a couple that she's a part of. One of them's called the Judging Aileens. Oh, I'm part of some Aileens. There you go. Yeah. So I think that's what led me there. That's the one I'm probably the most active in. I think they're pretty fun. Um, that and there's one that's like 90 Day Visa or something. I'm or in that one Visa. too. Okay. All right. These, these are expansive I'm groups. in Brandy's internet. You're in Brandy's internet. Yes, correct. Okay. Christy. So now we're back with Christy and Cecily, right? And they're yep. on this face. They're on Cecily's post and they're exchanging stories. Um, all the lies, all the things that they were told from Jason Collier. Um, the police chief. The police chief of Senate, Texas. Correct. Okay. So I pulled some words directly, which is basically, uh, I think 
Cicely posted this at one point in response to Christy. She said, when I started questioning him about more things today, he turned on me and said, we aren't compatible anymore because he doesn't feel I have a relationship with God and don't go to church. Oh my God. Which I also want to add that Jason is also an ordained minister and goes to church regularly. Of course he does. It's Texas. Of course he's a minister. Oh my God. I'm looking up Stinnett, Texas and I'm just scrolling out, scrolling out, scrolling out until I find a city and you know, I've scrolled out a couple of times. Looks like it's close to Amarillo. Yes, which is where Cecily is from, I believe. Okay. So, okay. So after this starts bouncing around on the internet and they're exchanging stories basically that's like, oh, he was going to get me this ring. Oh, he was supposed to take me here. Oh, he was visiting me in Lubbock, Texas. Mm. Uh, like we went there on a trip on these dates. And then then that's Christy. And then Cecily would be like, he told me he was doing the Nashville bombings and working those during that time. And he'd be like, nope, she was with he was with me. And then other women start coming out and saying that they are also dating like coming, finding the thread because the thread is now going viral. Um, So then in Brandy's internet, someone um, very nicely put together an infographic because it just was like insane. It was like hundreds of comments. Um, So someone really did the research and put together an infographic and I'm going to send it to you here now, but I'll also list it for everyone. Because we need, we need a chart of some sort when, when all this Correct. is involved. Uh, when half the town is getting scammed, we need a chart. This is what we need to, we need to talk about, Jason. I love the design. It's great. Yeah. Right. It's beautiful. So here we have the first point. Cecily is the one who posted it. And then Christy comes in. And then we find out about Opal, which is his wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then uh, another woman named Lauren, uh, who <laughs> apparently has been missing since 2019 <gasps> under mysterious uh, circumstances, is his ex-girlfriend. She did. Someone in town revealed. Um, then there is Katie, who is still currently involved with Jason uh, mm. and found him messaged by messaging online. Um, and then, um, but then also Brenna posted screenshots of pictures and text messages between her and Jason. So we now have, it looks like four active women, including Jason's wife that are coming online. And this is all, this infographic was posted on January 25th. Okay. So literally the day that Christy contacted Cecily, by the end of January 25th, we have this infographic. Later on, there's another one with a much more updated version that we'll get to. I'm just, I'm giving to you in real time how I experienced it. Sure. Basically, after exchanging all these information, they've learned Jason's MO, his story, what he's been doing to everyone, like not just them individually, but what he's been doing to everyone. He meets women over Facebook, friends of friends, contacts them, um, and then does this thing called love bombing, right? You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. You're so amazing. You look so unique. I have to mm. meet you. I've never met anyone like you, et cetera, et cetera, compliments. Um, and then he usually, uh, like for instance, with Sicily, he took her on a, what is it called when cops take you on a drive with them? Like a ride along? A ride along. Yeah. He took her on a ride along. So, you know, showing off his power, how important he is. Um, and he is very forthcoming about, well, forthcoming in quotes, being divorced. So he's like, oh, I was married okay. before and I have, he kept telling Cicely he had two kids. He has four kids. But he was like, also, I was divorced in 2016. I was divorced in 2016. So he's kind of like telling half truths, but also completely lying, if that makes sense. Wait. So he's not really divorced, right? No, not as of 
January 25th. He's not divorced. Correct. Okay. Um, and then love bombing, that's like a narcissist thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's this, it's this way of like controlling is mm-hmm. that by giving out like compliments immediately right off the bat about someone being incredibly unique, beautiful, can't live without you. Also like texting all the time, I think it's another facet, like, like good morning, beautiful. I can't stop thinking about you, whatever. Is this just, it, it, it's like a, a warping reality. Mm. Um, and it also like issues a lot of control because particularly for women, you feel beholden to, if you like someone, you're dating someone who is that giving you that much adoration, you suddenly owe them something. Yeah. And I remember like one time when I was younger, I was like in my early twenties, I was like, what is this? I said to one friend about another friend. I was like, what does she see in him? And the friend was like, well, he likes her. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, like a lot of time women just end up with people just because they like them, which is awful. But I get it. I've been there. I mean, and I think Cicely's background is she's also divorced and I believe she also has kids. So it's like, you know, she maybe is not hoping for Prince Charming because she's been down that road before. And so she's just looking for someone to like be nice to her and have a partnership with. I don't know. There's lots of judgments we can make about her later on when we figure out all the details. But I imagine that probably is how this was being approached. And here's this guy being really, really nice to her. And also another thing he did that's common with almost all the women was that he um, basically was talking about marriage right away. You're the kind of Mm. woman I could marry, whatever. Like, for example, one of the women said that he FedExed her a ring before they even met. Ew! After just a couple (laughs) weeks, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, No, 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 bad. Which is what he did to Cecily, too. They started dating in mid-December. And as I've said, on January 25th is when all of this is going down. She posted the picture. Oh, no, too fast. Too Too fast. fast. So fast. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, and another timeline, not with Cecily, but with another woman, he was dating... So we're talking early December. Again, quick timeline. He started contacting her on December 10th and they were engaged by December 26th. What? After Christmas with a man with four kids. How dare you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that is what he does. Also, though, on Facebook, he has a photo. He has photos of him with his wife. Oh, no. Yeah, which I'm showing you here. But Kate has receipts. She has screenshots. It's so great. Well, that was how he was found out for the mm-hmm. most part is I think Cecily's friend was friends with Opal, his wife, and showed her this posting that I'm showing you here now. It's like happy anniversary to my beautiful bride. It's a picture of Jason with this woman, Opal Collier. Um, many more years to come. And this was posted in September of 2020. <gasps> Right. So this was shown to Cecily and she's like, oh, okay, he has a wife. It's obvious. So it's not like he's really hiding his tracks. However, in the conversation where he was telling her he was divorced, she looked him, Cecily looked him up online. So this is while they're just dating before January 25th. This is between mid December, January 25th. They're talking and he's like, uh, you know, I am divorced. And she's like, well, I looked you up on Google. And the Stinnett Police Department website says that you're married with four kids. And he says, oh, that's wrong. That's a misprint. And so he's like, go check the Facebook group. So she goes to the Stinnett Police Department Facebook group and it says that he's been, that he's not married. Okay. And it doesn't list kids. We come to find out later, he, of course, is the administrator for that (gasps) Facebook group because he's the police chief. So, of course, he changed that. Dirty. But he... But he changed that on the Facebook group back in November. 
Wow. So again, like he's been planning this and doing this and like who knows how many women there were. There's many weeks between November and mid-December. Right. So there could have been a number of women. Wow. Yeah. So uh, another thing he did is just in the lies that I find completely fascinating is he told multiple women that he worked for the Secret Service. Ugh. <laughs> Specifically to consult them on riots and unrest. Why? Now, this is... November and December of 2020. Sure. So I guess a hot topic for him, for all police. He's so delusional. He's so delusional. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said he was working. There were like a few weekends where he was with one woman and he told other women that he was working the Nashville fires. Do you remember when that happened? It's like November. Yeah. And then there was like some kind of um, shooting at a Houston gas station. And he told some women that he was shot at it that he had like shrapnel in him from that shooting oh, which was in November God. of 2020 yeah he I mean he makes himself out to be a hero uh, and all of these like lies and stories are being uh, are going into this you know hundred comment thread um, he also would make women download Marco Polo What's and that? he would send them it's it's like a video chat okay. app so you can I think video chat like FaceTime but you can also send each other videos okay and I, and I think it also hides your identity a little bit. I don't know. I don't understand encrypted messaging or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, I guess Marco Polo is probably easier to cheat on. So anyone out there looking to cheat, Marco download Polo. Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cecily and Krista started, or Christy started posting videos that he sent them on Marco Polo online. And I also highly suggest looking those up because they're really funny. Oh my God. It's just stuff where he's like, you know, I'm just sitting here in my truck thinking about how beautiful <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm about to go to work, but men are always sitting in their trucks filming themselves. I That's don't the only why. place they they feel comfortable. I mean, I guess your wife's in the house. She got to be somewhere. Yeah, it's November. It's cold. I don't know. You're in your truck. Yeah, probably a big old F-150. We got some truck nuts on the back. I can picture it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's got like a, I mean, he wears a Blue Lives Matter hat and of all of his photos. Like, yeah, he's a nightmare. Yeah. And oh, okay. Here's some more juicy tidbits. There's so much that happened just in two months. It's Damn. really, he was so busy. What what police work was he doing? Because he was doing all of this. I don't know. And he has four kids. How does yeah. he, how does he have the time? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he doesn't hang out with them. You know, he has police work to shove off his responsibilities onto sure. it. Be like, oh, I have to go. I'm the police chief. Right, right, right. I'm important. Right. Well, one of the things that I guess he's important doing is that when Cecily... I guess in the whole thing where she was like, oh, on the website, it says that you're married. Like, do you have any proof that you're not married? He sent her a screenshot or not a screenshot. He sent her a photo of annulment papers. Whoa. That said he had been annulled in 2016. Okay. These papers are fake. Oh, my God. And he made them. Wow. So as a police chief, he's making fake government documents. Wow. And sending them to his girlfriends. Uh, which is forgery and is a huge crime and is a really, really big deal. Um, Which, of course, the internet. Now that this is happening in real time, because Cecily's like, oh, yeah, he also told me he was annulled. Here's the screenshot he sent me of the annulment papers. And then people online are like, I'm a court clerk, and these aren't real, and that's a felony. And so now it's like in real time happening that these, not only is he being like fully investigated and ousted over Facebook by these women in the small town, but now they're finding him to be like, like a felon for the cop is a criminal. I love it. 
I'm, none of us are surprised that the cop is a criminal. I think what's insane is that these women on Facebook are basically putting together like a dossier on him. The cop is a criminal and the women on Facebook are the detectives. <laughs> exactly. The women on Facebook are the detectives. And I was just a spectator, but I got to be there for it, which was which was very fun. Um, oh, the, the way this went viral is also great. The way it went viral is Cecily posted a review of Stennett, Texas on Facebook. <laughs> And was like, the police chief here is leading a double life and basically like referenced her other post, which was of her photo of of him and her that whatever. And that's how it went viral. And that's how it got taken to the 90 Day Fiance groups and to the uh, housewives groups and to the like pour me some tea groups. There was one group called 50 Shades of Tea. All these Facebook groups that have upwards of like 30 to 40,000 people sure. in there. Once it got posted there, like it was, then it was on the Daily Mail, then it was on BuzzFeed, then it was everywhere. When it's, right? when it's all over Brandy's internet, it's, when it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what's great, what's so petty and beautiful about it is that she went to the review for his hometown and right. reviewed his town and was like, this town is garbage because of this man who did me <laughs> wrong. And the internet was like, we live for this. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So... After it goes viral, we get another update on the graphic. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it's much more filled out. Um, basically, we have Cecily, Christy, Opal, uh, yeah. the first wife. Also, Opal is his second wife. Uh, we have Katie. We now have Angie, who also met him on Facebook. We now have Heather. We now have Sarah. We have Brenna. We have two unknown women. We have Amy, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. Many of their stories are the same. They met on a dating app. They met over Facebook. You know, he love bombed them. He loved and often talked of marriage. So like, I think there's one, two, three, four. There's like five women who are involved in an engagement. Yeah. Right. So it's definitely a sister wives polygamy situation. It is. It is a Texas sister wives situation. Um, Kate has 23 pages of research. She is screen. I do. It's amazing. I truly do. Okay, so uh, as this is going viral, people now start posting to these Stinnett, Texas Police Department Facebook. Which he controls. Which he controls. Yeah. So it gets shut down, which we're assuming he did. Wow. Right? Right. Then all these women start tagging the city planner in Stinnett, Texas and being like, you need to know about this. Right? And basically sourcing that he has these uh, fake documents. Is that his boss? The city planner? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's either the city planner or the city commissioner or something like that. Well, they end up releasing a statement that's like, we, this is all, this is on January 26th, by the way. Wow. <laughs> they released a the one day. Like, that one day they're like, and one, and in the late night hours of Facebook, these women detectives have managed to contact the city commissioner and they release a statement the next day that's like, we are aware <laughs> of our police chief and what's going on and we're addressing it. And then he ends up resigning. Great. Right. And then they're like, he has resigned. This is no longer a problem. So a couple more things happen, like, right, because now we have a forgery, you know, we have, Cecily goes on to do interviews with news outlets. There are, it's, it's going on TV. It's all over. It's, it's progressed from Brandy's internet now to the regular internet. And when that happens, we now have memes. Sure, of course. There's a couple key details that these memes have latched onto. And one of them is that when Jason was dating these women, these, it turned out to be eight women in total, by the way. <sighs> just in December. Just in December, January, it was eight women. And there are other women who are like, oh, he did this to me before, but like it wasn't current. 
if that makes sense. How do you have the time? I don't know. I mean, I guess quarantine, like, <laughs> sure. Everybody gets a new hobby. Sounds like there's not a lot of crime in Stinnett. I don't think so. Yeah, he's not that busy. You know what? You know what, Sue? I didn't think about it until you just said that. Maybe he was creating the crime <laughs> yeah. to justify his job. I got to I got to have a job. There's got to be crime. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, one of the th- things that was identified as a behavior of his, along with like love bombing and contacting them through Facebook. Um, and then also he would insist to share their passwords. Oh. Not all of them did, but that was the thing. He was like, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I want them to have my passwords and vice versa. Yikes. Which comes into play later when we talk about Opal. But anyway, the other thing he loved to do is um, he wouldn't let the women pay for anything. He would constantly be like, I'm paying. I'm a provider. When we're married, I'm going to take care of you in this way. And there were two women who he tried to buy coffee machines for. And Cicely specifically did not like coffee and he like was not into that. And so one of the things that happened in the thread is Cicely was like, oh, he kept saying it was too bad. I don't like coffee because he wanted to buy me a coffee machine. And then Christy was like, he literally brought me over a brand new coffee machine. <laughs> Weird. I was like, I love that you like coffee. So the internet has latched onto this. And so I'm going to show you some really fun memes. Uh, here's one of Jason summoning more wives. And it's a <laughs> coffee machine or a bunch of cups of coffee in a pentagram. Um, here's one of Kombucha Girl, Brittany Brodsky. And it says, uh, bad face is being in Jason Collier's love triangle. Good face, my new coffee maker. That makes sense. This one is when uh, when Opal asks why the bank statement shows 17 purchases from <laughs> Mr. Coffee. Uh, and it's a photo of a girl going, I don't know shit about fuck. It's the girl from it's the girl from Ozarks. Oh, OK. I don't watch it. Yeah. So I didn't get it. I was just yeah. like, I understand good. the concept. Um, here's a screenshot of a, uh, uh, a schedule from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's call Christy, call Cecily, get donuts, call Opal, go to work, break up with Katie, <laughs> call Brenna, call Heather, et cetera. Get, call in Viagra prescription refill. Somebody made this obviously fake but it's very funny buy seven espresso machines this here at 2 30 yeah this guy's so busy i know this is fake but he's got a lot on his plate here it seems correct i like the respond to potential leads on dating site (laughs) (laughs) like he's in sales and he has to build his pipeline right right they're leads (laughs) yes oh somebody did a rewrite of um fresh prince of bel-air this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down let me take a minute sit right there and i'll tell you how I became a man with a few coffee pots to spare <laughs> goes on to say chilling out Max and relax and all cool just proposing to the honeys acting a fool anyway I won't go wow. with the, whole thing. But the memes were just wow Brandy's internet was a light with these memes a light a joy I love you know that a scam has really has legs when <laughs> we've got some good memes you know Oh, also what was really fun was on TikTok and Instagram, other Jason Colliers, so because it's a pretty common name, were doing Q&As and like answering oh, no. like, no, I only own one coffee machine. <laughs> I'm actually single. <laughs> like, Drag I don't know how to spell annulment. <laughs> like these guys are doing q and It's just, so then the Facebook group started, okay, where, and uh, the one that we will end up in for a big plot twist is called the Jason Collier is a Netflix series Facebook group. Okay. Which I think has, the last time I checked, had like 40,000 members in it. Wow. And and that started as a petition to make this story into a Netflix series. Of course. 
So they set up a cast for it. You know, they, they were trying to find producers. Like they were really jonesing for this to be either Netflix or Lifetime or whatever. Um, but another Facebook group that started is called Jason Collier is Innocent. And it's a satire group. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and so they're constantly posting things like, um, you know, our King Jason today, have a cup of coffee in his honor. Just all kinds of like really ridiculous memes that seem like they're from the men's rights organization. But sure. anyway, but it's very funny. I would look up Jason Collier as innocent on Facebook if you want to laugh. Okay. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. In the original thread, which was still going into, oh my God, up until like last week, the original Cecily posted the photo of the two of them. Great couple. Make sure he doesn't have a wife. And now we're we're weeks into it. BuzzFeed have got, has gotten involved. Yes. Somewhere in there, there's a man named Richard. Okay. Who responds to Cecily by saying, statistically, an encounter with a total douchebag is very likely and does not reflect poorly upon your intelligence at all. He's just a shitty thing that happens to good people. Like a flat tire, nothing more. Ugly men want to destroy everything beautiful in the world. Oh my God. Thank goodness he failed. Your exquisite and intoxicating presence in any space will continue to be unrivaled. He will continue to be a douchebag. The universe balances everything out in the end. And then Cecily responded, thank you, with no punctuation, which is just Richard shooting his shot, I felt like. But Richard, <laughs> but why is it so condescending and mansplaining? <laughs> like, shut up, Richard. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- that was exactly my feeling as I read that. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Shut up. Like, I don't need which- your affirmations, Richard. <laughs> no, I don't. And I don't need you to tell her that she's exquisite and intoxicating like, in this moment. No. And uh, but but the the abruptness of her comment, just thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> was great. 
Um, and so I want to shout out her for that. Very well played, Cecily. Yes. And speaking of men inserting themselves into this, um, there were also some screenshots that I'm going to show you of men DMing the women detectives. Oh, right? no. So there's particularly women that have become very active in this thread coming up with, you know, uh, evidence from the court clerk uh, and making up timelines and, and you know, looking up how big the F-150 cab is and dimensions and, <laughs> and, and zooming in on, on screen photos that he sent and seeing, like, pictures of his wife in the background. Like, these just the oh, level, these powerful women. The level of pettiness are, I love. <laughs> the men are slipping into their DMs. Oh, um, no. And saying things like, like, here's Colby Johnson, who I'm just going to say his full ass name. He also, uh, in case anyone wants, wants to know, studied at the Emerald <laughs> College of Continuing Education. <laughs> he messaged a woman out of nowhere. Really need to stop with your shit. Honestly, hard to believe the man went on duty when he's seen in town on patrol. Need to come up with a better story than that. Then go after the town itself because you got your feelings hurt is sad. But hey, you think this is the best way to approach the issue. Move along. Blah, 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 blah. His grammar's terrible, but yeah. I guess we shouldn't recommend Amarillo because people like you live there. What trash, right? Classic misogyny. Okay, Colby. Okay, Colby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's just coming for his friend, yeah. I assume. Um, and then Josh Blankenship, also calling you out, Josh, uh, said, damn, you are one jealous bitch. Get a fucking life whore instead of trying to ruin others. Fucking crazy ass whore. Classic misogyny. And he used hoard twice. It's repetitive, like writing-wise. Mm, yeah. You want to have a larger vocabulary. And he did use a lot of exclamation points. Um, and he does have a Trump-Pence logo as his avatar. So I will point Correct. that out. Yeah. Correct. So finally, we've reached the last week in January. Jason has resigned. The internet is alight with coffee memes. Um, and a few days after he resigns, it comes out in the news that he is arrested. <gasps> Uh, for falsifying court documents. The annulment. The annulment. Oh, my God. As they arrest him, it comes out that he also I'm tingling. This is so have... exciting. <laughs> Let's back up a little bit. Cecily was uncertain that he was divorced, and he she went to Google him, and it said he was married, and he directed her to Facebook, and then he sent her the annulment papers. Well, when he sent her the annulment papers, he also sent her a phone number and was like, here's my ex-wife, Opal. You can contact her and ask her. And so Cecily texted her and asked her. Mm -hmm. And when he was arrested, it was suggested that he used a fellow female police officer to be Opal. Wow. To fake being Opal to basically placate Cecily and possibly other women. Wow. And that may not be illegal, but it's very unethical because he is the police chief. Right. So then a bunch of other people online start speculating, like, I'll bet he used police funds, like reimbursed police funds to go on these trips to spend time with women. Or, you know, people are like, he's using the police computer to go on these dating apps. Oh. So like all this stuff. Who knows if that's true? We'll find out because it'll be a trial. I am surprised he resigned, like that he admitted defeat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there, a lot hasn't come from him. Like he didn't issue a statement. He was arrested. Opal actually filed for divorce Great. on this most recent Monday. Um, yeah, and her lawyers basically were like, she has nothing to say. 
Come like, on. Like, no comment. She filed for divorce. She wants nothing to do with this. Um, and she deleted all her social media accounts. Oh, come on. She doesn't want to play. She has kids. She's got four kids. I know. She's got, she's busy. She has two kids. He has two kids with another wife. Oh, it's all very confusing. Oh, okay. But one thing I did like about this after his arrest was that in these Facebook groups, in both the old ones about the housewives, but also the new ones that were dedicated to just him. There were a lot of women like talking about their cheating husbands mm-hmm. um, and and sharing tools like um, how to find out if your husband is on a dating website. One of them is called socialcatfish.com. And yes, I paid $30 to see if my husband was on any dating websites. And he's not. Of course he's, no, he's not. not. And- <laughs> And honestly, I was kind of upset when I paid $30 and then I looked at it and I was like, damn it, there's nothing here. You want to get your money's worth. I just found his LinkedIn and I was bored with it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it it turned into a, a lot of these groups turned into like a support group for women who had been cheated on. Sure. And they were all sharing screenshots and like tactics and it became a discussion about like love bombing and like you know, emotional manipulation that men use to gaslight you into thinking they're not cheating on you when they are, blah, 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 blah. And that was also really fascinating, you know, in the light of this scam. Well, men insert themselves into this as well. Of course. Um, and what happens is a bunch of men join these Facebook groups and reveal a few things, which are true, but also insane. Okay. And this is the big twist that's happened just like literally on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so Cecily does an interview with the Daily Mail. Sure. Where she, uh, it is a really long article uh, and she basically like explains the whole timeline of her dating Jason. And there's a few things that are revealed. Number one, he never asked her to marry him. So he wasn't her fiance. What? He talked about marriage. Yes. He talked about marriage. He talked about buying her a ring. He did all those things. She has screen grabs of it, but he never asked her to marry him. Number two is that in the article, she's detailing like when they met and how long they've been together, et cetera, et cetera. And it turns out that the timeline was 10 days. Okay. That he started talking to her. They went on a date. A couple days later, she asked about the marriage and talked to Opal, et cetera. Then after she found out about Opal, so like after she he found out he was maybe married, maybe not, and wasn't given, I mean, she was given a lot of evidence that People are like, okay, I could understand why she'd be confused. Um, she then went on a weekend trip with him oh, where they no. slept together. Yeah. She also did tell, uh, I think she told The Guardian, she told one of the news outlets that he was terrible in bed, which mm. the petty. <laughs> I do like that, though. I like that, too. So we're finding out that Cecily is an unreliable narrator. Correct. Oh, um, Yeah. So after this trip, when they slept together, Jason broke up with her. Because he couldn't see a future of them together because she wasn't a godly enough woman. Oh, no. So people online, there's another twist. But people online were like, okay, this story doesn't line up with what she was saying in the Facebook comments or what she's been posting about. So like these two things, like, you know, one of these things is not right. Wait, how do we know? That Jason broke up with, like, she's telling us that J- in the Daily Mail? She said it in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Because they went in and fact-checked and verified oh. a bunch of stuff. So it seems okay. like maybe some of the stuff she was putting on Facebook wasn't getting fact-checked. And then she had to, like, straighten her story out. Got it. So now, this is all to say Jason still verified had eight other girlfriends. Sure. And a wife. And he forged documents. Still a scumbag. 
Yeah, he was in not, he's saying he was working with the Secret Service when he was never working with the Secret Service. Like, he's still terrible. But now, in these groups where men have asserted themselves, or I should just say people who are, you know, leaning into misogyny a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, are saying things like, this is all Cecily's fault and she made this up and she's crazy and she was dumped so she was hurt and so she made this drama herself. Oof. Rough. Bad Rough. luck. Bad luck. But then... People who know Cecily have now revealed that she has done this before to another man. No! Oh, my God. (laughs) Netflix, you haven't bought this yet? She apparently, an ex-boyfriend, was dating a guy who ran an animal shelter. Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe, maybe animal control or something like that. And he broke up with her. And after he broke up with her, she reported him to the authorities for animal abuse and he lost his job. Aww. So there is a contingent online that's like, she's a hero. <laughs> she keeps dating terrible men <laughs> and then calling them out. Yeah. And then there's a contingent that's like, this is a pattern of behavior. And she is. She, she's the scammer. Looking for people to call out. Yeah, she is the scammer. Exactly. Who is the scammer here? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Jason's a scammer, but is she a scammer? Where do you fall? What's your opinion? I think she's just, it's obvious to me, based on her response to Richard, that she's petty AF. Yes. The thank you response. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a classic Karen. Sure. She's she's a blonde woman in Amarillo, Texas. So I think this falls under that pattern of behavior, right? It's 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 women calling the police because kids are too loud. Sure. Um, so she's posting to Facebook that she was wronged by a man. Mm-hmm. And she's done it twice. Mm-hmm. Do I think both men wronged her? Absolutely, I do. Totally. Of course. Um, she's just being loud about it. And that doesn't happen that often. And she's just not very good at keeping her story straight, which a lot of us aren't. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think she's a scammer, but I think she's a gossiper for sure. Of course. I think she's into the tea. I think she's petty. I think she enjoys the story. But I don't find her... I don't think she's a scammer because... I don't know, a lot of her comments on the original thread, like other women are coming forward and being like, oh my God, he was dating me too. And she's like, I'm, she's so supportive yeah, yeah, of the yeah. other women. Like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. It happened to me. Like, it doesn't say, she'll be like, it doesn't say anything about you that you, that he fooled you. Like he fooled me too. Right. I, and I can't read something like that and be like, she's out for blood. Right. You <sighs> know? No, I agree. I'm, Guess I am on Team Cecily, but it's just doesn't it's not a good look that she's destroyed two men's professional lives. It's not. It's not. Would I love to have a string of men that I've destroyed their professional? Yes. Sure. Yes. Do I want to go on a rampage where I'm just ruining men's professional lives that are bad? Of course. Of course. Because, you know, the patriarchy. So it's deserved. the patriarchy. But doing it on Facebook and in the public eye maybe isn't a good look. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not unless you have your evidence straight. Like, if you're going to go around ruining men's lives, like, and this is not to say, like, I mean, believe women all the time, but unfortunately, we live in a world where you got to show up with a timeline infographic. Uh huh. And you need a team of women detectives and you need a manila folder. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a manila folder. Well, actually, I think even if you had all that, men would still come into your DMs calling you a fucking whore. So, actually, uh, you know what? You're going to get called a whore. <laughs> You know what? Actually, do you guys do you? I don't care. Oh boy. But yeah, it it's it's a fun story. It's a sad story. I learned a lot about like 
gaslighting and manipulation and love bombing and narcissism and 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 also I learned that so many women get cheated on, which is not really. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot. I think it happens Aww. more often than we. Yeah. Aww. So that was more like my takeaway from the scam. Yeah, I think that um, just because she's done this to the animal guy doesn't mean doesn't negate her experience. And just because she's fabricated Correct. the details for the sake of a good story does not negate like the experience of the eight other women who are also scammed. Right. I- exactly. And it's it's so complicated to be like, you know, women telling their stories on the Internet, a place where we're criticizing people for wanting attention. Like, what do we say? You know, mm-hmm. I'm always reluctant to be like she's doing it for attention. I, I never. Yeah, I am always side with the woman. But then once the story changes based on fact checking in an article, it's like it's like, oh, this is a bad look. Everybody wants their little fame, their little viral moment. But this story will continue. Okay. I believe in it. Okay. Mainly because the Facebook groups keep growing. Still. Yeah. There's actually some spinoffs right now. Okay. There's a spinoff of the Jason Collier is a Netflix series one. Um, that's there's two. There's one that's all women and one that's co-ed because there's there's been a number of men who've been kicked out and it's getting rough in there. But it's growing still. And Jason has to go to trial at some point. So Damn. that should be pretty interesting. And Jason hasn't spoken out at all. Mm-mm. That I find that shocking. This man likes attention. Yeah, and neither have or at least as far as I can find on Brandy's internet, neither have any of the police officers he works with. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. In the town of 1800 people, you'd think. Right, cuz he's already dating half of them. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wild. This is wild. Yeah. Kate. Thank you. F- yeah. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. You are welcome. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. No, I just it's very fun. Oh, wow. And what are the what are the groups talking about now? Oh, they're still stuck on whether or not Cecily uh, engineered this whole situation. There's it was, it was a side by side conversation. It's people who are like, Cecily did this. She's a scammer. It's all a lie. And then there are people who are like, that's the patriarchy. There are too many men in this group. <laughs> well, like. She even if she is a scammer and it's all a lie, she didn't make up these other eight women, these other seven who have also been scammed. So she she didn't do that. See, all this is rattling around in my head as I watched uh, the documentary Fake Famous on HBO last night where they I've never seen this and I'm going to watch it. What is it's it? It's brand new. They um, take they cast people to become influencers and they buy them. um they buy them followers and likes and make them fake okay. fake influencers. But in the casting, everyone is like, every single person they they audition is like, yeah, I want to be famous. Yeah, like, influencer is my number one job. Like, that's what kids want to be when they grow up now. So it's just like, huh. everybody wants this little bit. Like, Cecily just wants this little little piece of, of fame for a moment, you know? I remember I tweeted something about... Um, I think it was like the, that Amazon released a commercial with a uh, artificial intelligence ball that would like clean your house while you were gone or would order new laundry detergent or something. And I tweeted about it. Yeah. And I have maybe 20 people that follow me on Twitter. And I think it got like 2000 likes. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm going to be fucking famous. <laughs> it feels good. 
It feels good. I was like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be known as that girl who commented about this thing and I'm gonna turn it into a brand and I'm gonna tell sell t-shirts. And there was a full day where I was like, hell yeah. And some So I get that. Some people can do that, you know. Look just look at Pizza Rat. Look at Matt Little who who created Pizza Rat. Um it's funny you say that. I went sledding in the park on Wednesday uh-huh. and there was a man there dressed as a rat riding a sled that was shaped like a pizza. I love. See? It's still perfect. I don't know if that's him, but it, yeah, he's still famous. Wow. See, he did it. And he could be an influencer. Yeah. Like on his resume. Yeah. He could put that on there and get a job. And and I, the one girl is an actor and she is like not having any luck. And then when she gets fake famous, she goes into a commercial audition and the director's like, I love your Instagram. And she gets cast in like two seconds. As an actor, is that uh. something that matters? I guess it does now, but for like commercials and stuff, yeah. Huh. It's sick. It's disgusting. I wonder if Cecily is going to start an acting career. Yeah, or at least um, the kombucha girl level of something. Of something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we, I think we, oh, I will come to the conclusion that Jason did not want to be famous. No. Which, good no, for him. Not his intention. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you want to get some shady stuff done and tell people you work for the Secret Service, just fly under the radar. Right, 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 right. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is astonishing. <laughs> you know, I try to move away from the opinion that men are trash and all dick is trash. Oh, I know. And it keeps coming it keeps all coming back. back. Because, like, I have a, a I son now and I don't want to say all dick is trash because he's, know. <laughs> you know, but it's like, what the hell? It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Even Richard. <laughs> Richard, thank you, thank you. I know, I know. It's it's, yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm. Ha- I was happy to to come in during our our sweet sweet Katie's break. Sweet sweet Katie's. So break. she could she can take a nap. Yes, this is the scam we need. After this is kind of like a Hilaria Baldwin level scam that we need. Right. Ex- now. Yeah. That's also what I was feeling. Like I don't want to. Br- I think last time I brought you Chinese propaganda. Like here I am <laughs> with the scam about Facebook cheating. It's great. I love that you're on Brandy's internet now. Oh yeah, Brandy's internet is very. Um, <laughs> people keep complaining about Facebook, and I'll be like, I love Facebook. Now. <laughs> I think the thing is to cleanse it all except of the trashy groups. Like that's Oh, I mean I I muted my mom. <laughs> I muted my best friends. Perfect. I was like I don't need any of this. You make Facebook work for you. I've scammed Facebook into giving me only what I want. Take that, Zuckerberg. Yeah, take that. All right. And if Loser. you've been scammed by Jason Collier, if you have any tea oh on this, God, please. please reach out to us. We're dying to know if you are Cecily and you're listening to this. Oh, we want to hear your side of the story. Yes. You know she has things to say. She has things to say. She needs a platform and we'll give it to her. And we, yes. You can always call us at our hot tip hotline, which is 347-509-9414. Or you can email us at scamwowpodcast at gmail.com. And for previous episodes, our Patreon, all that good stuff, visit scamwowpodcast.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.